Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking Baylor athletics, specifically mission impact and enrichment, and what that means with Juliana Smith, our guest today. Juliana Smith serves as the first Executive Senior Associate Athletics Director for Mission Impact and Enrichment in Baylor Athletics. In this role, she seeks to cultivate and develop opportunities for promoting spiritual growth, the founding pillar of the Baylor Athletics vision of preparing champions for life. Smith provides oversight of sports ministry and serves as the Athletics Diversity and Inclusion Liaison to the NCAA and Big 12 Conference and works with Baylor Women's Basketball as Sport Administrator. A student-athlete in track and field at the University of Mississippi, Smith went on to serve in the athletic departments at Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and Colgate before joining Baylor Athletics last summer. Uh, a lot on your plate. Appreciate you making the time to join us today, Juliana. Thanks for being on the program today. Thanks for having me, Derek. Well, we, we get to dive into uh, this role. Uh, you know, you're the first person uh, in this role, and we'll see how it builds on a lot of uh, what's been going on in Baylor Athletics and how it kind of crystallizes, I think, a lot of uh, what we're trying to do in developing student-athletes. But l- let's get a sense just a little bit of what's on your, your, your plate first. If we were to look at your calendar over the last few days, where are some places we might see you interacting with student-athletes or your colleagues? Oh, that's a great question. I would start with... Um one-on-one meetings with my direct reports. So each week I'll meet with uh, folks that report up to me. That would be sports ministry team as well as um, I heard women's basketball coach. So mm-hmm. we spend some time, one-on-one time with folks that report to me, just making sure that we're aligned with what their uh, objectives are for the week. Uh, there's a large chunk of time spent with the executive team as a group um, each week. So spend a lot of time there. Uh, game operations, We'll spend some time there. Uh, as the athletics and diversity and inclusion designee for Baylor University, I serve um, and meet with Big 12 representatives um, every so often. And so spent some time there this week. And practice, try to squeeze in some practice time just to see our student athletes in action um, outside of game day. But yeah, that's where I spend a lot of my time. Well, of course, and I know uh, getting to work with you with women's basketball program, you spend a lot of time there in uh, freezing Iowa and Kansas, but uh, you get into travel with them as well. I know, that, that, I know you can do your job while you're traveling, but that's a piece of it too. Yes, yeah. travel, um, travel is actually a really important part of my job as sport administrator because it allows for me to see how um, the program operates in their space. Right. So when you when you travel, you're it's a business trip for our student athletes and our coaches. Uh, they leave campus and they're representing our institution and going to to truly carry out what their purpose is and being at Baylor University beyond the classroom. Yeah, hoping up some big uh, hopefully picking up some big road wins uh, and home wins as well in the uh, in the weeks ahead as we visit with Juliana Smith. Uh, you know, so your title, the words that stand on our mission, impact and enrichment. So how would you describe that concept, uh, what that means here in Baylor Athletics? Yes, I think. Mission impact and enrichment, although it it didn't exist before as a term, it's always been represented. And my understanding (laughs) about about the term and the role is that we are um, 
hyper-focused on preparing champions for life. Baylor University's mission is to educate men and women, right? And so this mission impact and enrichment role allows us to do, allows me to lead our spiritual growth efforts throughout the department. So not just with our student athletes, but how are we also equipping our staff members who are, who are um, leading our student athletes on a day-to-day basis, but also what is that external sort of representation of how we do what we do here at Baylor? Obviously, college athletics gives us a unique, unique platform uh, to represent um, the mission of Christ and how we uh, love and represent the kingdom. And that's also where the diversity and inclusion piece comes in as well. Like the kingdom is so diverse um, and represents folks from all different walks of life. And how do we do that in a way that is so reflective of the kingdom that people are curious about our God? Visiting with Juliana Smith here on Baylor Connections. And before we dive further into that, I want to rewind a little bit because as you serve student-athletes, you were in their shoes as a student-athlete not too long ago. mentioned a track and field athlete at the University of Mississippi. Uh, When you were a student-athlete, did you ever see yourself serving student-athletes in the future? The direct answer is no, I did not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in some ways, I I serve student athletes as a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one could consider my role as a captain um, in a way that I served um, our team and my teammates. I also served on the Student Athlete Advisory Committee and served on the executive board of that as a student athlete, which again serves um, as a as a vehicle to represent the voice of the general student body, a student athlete population to the administration. So mm-hmm. already got some time working with administrators within college athletics and um, also served as the uh, current student athlete liaison to the Alumni Association mm-hmm. um, within athletics. So um, it, I should have hindsight's 2020 at mm-hmm. this point. I'm like, wow, I've, I've kind of been in administration for a lot of my life and yeah. didn't realize it. Yeah, so you were getting being prepared for this, uh, even though you weren't necessarily planning to uh, to prepare for that at the time. Indeed. And I knew at least part of this because I learned that uh, your degrees were in criminal justice. So, so I'm curious, what were your goals with that, and uh, are there any weird ways that that path led you where you are now? My goal was to be a spy, mm-hmm. and I wow. wanted to work for. You're the, the fa- first person who said that on the program, <laughs> because yes. that means I'm not a real spy. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to be a spy and I wanted to um, live abroad and really just represent the interests of protecting this nation, honestly, in a very unique way that you that most people don't get to see in the day to their day to day lives and studied um, criminal justice with an emphasis in homeland security. I was in the first um, government funded intelligence and security studies minor at Ole Miss, uh, studied abroad, studied MI5 and MI6 in the UK. Wow. And I was, I was, you know, full, full throttle um, going towards that, that sort of program and decided uh, in graduate school that I couldn't pursue a career that I wouldn't be able to come home and talk about each mm-hmm. day. And I missed college athletics. I never wanted to be a coach and didn't realize there was a career beyond coaching in college athletics. And I just, you know, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> yeah. are, are there any, are, you know, it's always interesting when people have a college major and then do something different, but maybe they find some connections that you're like, oh, I, this actually prepared me. Yes. Was there anything like that for you? Absolutely. And I still use it to this day. I would say the number one thing that I still exercise from what I learned through my criminal justice, homeland security schooling is how to identify which information is missing. 
Mm-hmm. And as an administrator, it's so important to have as much information as you can to make a decision. And one of the things I learned is to ask ask the right questions. Um, and the way to do that is to realize what information that you don't have. Because you, you, oftentimes I'm inundated, administrators are inundated with a lot of information, mm-hmm. but it's not always at the complete picture of what's needed to make a well-informed decision. So knowing which questions to ask when and even how. Well, when we have hundreds of student athletes, and we're going to talk more about that spiritual growth piece, but they're all at a different part of their spiritual journey. They're all unique individuals, right? So I'm curious, uh, how, how, that's got to be helpful, I think, when you're look, trying to identify goals that are probably slightly different for everyone. Yes, there, mm-hmm. there's a level of discernment. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, there's something to be said about truly engaging with people on an individual basis and understanding what's important to them, understanding what their dreams and goals are, and trying to see and facilitate um, the connections that allow them to pursue their purpose. Mm-hmm. What about the competitive aspect of being a, uh, a student athlete? You know, you're, you're pursuing your degree in criminal justice. You're, you're competing in, in track and field. What, what aspects of that still play an important part in what you do or in, in how you get to approach what you do? Yeah, I don't like losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's one piece of it. And so uh, what I've learned is that engaging with other people, um, understanding your weaknesses, understanding other people's strengths and when to call in help and reinforcements and when two brains are are better than one. Uh, That I learned um, early on as a student athlete, which is ironic because as a track and field student athlete, oftentimes week after week, I controlled my own destiny. Like Mm -hmm. if I, it all depended on how far I threw in the meet, but there comes a time, the conference meet, NCAA championships, where where your, my marks counted towards the team's success. And so I had to own my responsibility and what I could contribute to the team's success. And so not only am I wanting to pursue um, excellence for my own personal satisfaction, but also because I know it's going towards the greater good. And, Mm -hmm. And that's basically what I do at work every day. Before we talk uh, more specifically about your role, Bear, I want to ask you, uh, go back to your student-athlete side, what was your, did I say you were all, uh, all, you earned All-American honors at one point in your yes. career? Was that a career highlight for you, or what was your career highlight? My career highlight, All-American was amazing, because it's it's a very, you know, elite sort of recognition, and, and I don't want to dismiss that, but my greatest sort of positive memory about my success in, in athletics um, as a student athlete was winning the SEC championship as a sophomore. Very cool. Um, not knowing, not not actually having demonstrated any ability to go into that meet and be competitive. Um, I was coming off, off of a freshman year where, I, if you ask my coach, I had six legal marks the entire <laughs> indoor and outdoor seasons. But that, um, that indoor SEC championship meet at the University of Kentucky, um, I was having a good day and my coach challenged me. She was just like, if you want the title, you can have it, but you got to go get it. Um, and on my last throw, it was the furthest throw of that competition and I became an oh. SEC champion. Very cool. Now, great memory for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, you are, uh, you're, you're, you know, you can see you putting yourself going back to that time when you were a student athlete. Now you get to serve, like we said, people in that position. Now, w- what do you enjoy about being able to have an impact on student athletes, both directly, but then also, you know, when you just think about the, the you know, the, the resources, the, the programs, et cetera, that you get to put in place. Yeah. Um, I would say being at a place like Baylor, uh, there, it allows our student athletes and our staff members access to all of the resources that we need to help our student athletes be successful. Um, likewise, we attract student athletes who are innately driven 
to want to be their best and to want to be successful. And so it's what I what I was speaking about earlier about being challenged to be your best. So we're pouring into and developing our student athletes, but their excellence and the level at which they com- they commit to their sport and their training encourages us and challenges us to help them be better. And I and there's just something about uh, seeing student athletes, seeing young people, uh, whether they know it or, or not, carry out and live out and execute in this season their God-given talent and purpose, right? No one comes here by accident. No one, it just, it's not happenstance, right? Everything is intentional. And uh, to see it as an adult on the, as, well, they're adults, excuse me for saying that, but to see it as as a professional, watching them go through um, this this season of their life and performing at this level and the amount of responsibility that comes with that, but the joy that still is evident in how they do it, it's it's priceless. This is Baylor Connections. We are visiting with Juliana Smith. She serves as the first executive senior associate athletics director for Mission Impact and Enrichment. So let's talk about coming here and building this program, uh, building this role out. Uh, when, when, when did you first hear about the role and what was your thought when, when you learned about it? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm supposed to share this part, but I first heard about the role when it was offered to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, there's, I guess there's some background to it. So Mm -hmm. I, um, I actually started engaging, um, with the athletics department for a different role. And uh, much, much more aligned with what my experience would would reflect on my resume. And through that process, getting to know Mac Rhodes, getting to know his leadership team. And uh, it happened to be a time within the department where the executive team was starting to wrestle with um, our our leadership structure and what uh, what sort of emphasis we were putting on spiritual growth, what it looked like to have leadership um, sitting within the executive team that oversaw that pillar, rather it be coupled with some of the other pillars that we have. And uh, through that process, realized that, um, it was what I understand, realized that, that my unique skill set, my story, so to speak, um, fit what they didn't realize they needed in that to fill that gap and through um, some great support from our campus partners uh, we the athletics department was able to create this position uh, to really allow for someone to come in and lead our our complete department efforts in the spiritual growth place you mentioned you know, you're not starting from scratch. Spiritual growth and a focus on this has been a part of things. What, what were some of the ways as you maybe looked around, you saw that spiritual growth was baked into the experience, but also that there were opportunities, you know, like you said, they wanted to develop it further? Yes. Uh, so our sports ministry team is amazing. We have three folks that are on staff who, who do really um, – impactful work directly with our student athletes in our sport programs generally. That includes our coaching staffs. Uh, Their capacity, though, was maxed out because they're so great at what they do. The one-on-one discipleship time, um, the chapel courses that they're teaching, they they have two sections of chapel that the three of them co-teach. The uh, I Disciple or discipleship program that we have that's specifically for student athletes, the mission trips that they're hosting with our student athletes, uh, they uh, were super focused on um, that boots on the ground sort of ministry work and really just meeting the needs that existed. And I think part of the role um, that I'm called here to fill is what does that look like from a strategic level, from a big picture level? How do we equip um, our coaches 
to be an extension of our sports ministry team? What does it look like to engage and equip um, some of our other professional staff, whether they be athletic trainers or athletic mental health specialists or um, even our communications director and how the the folks that are engaging with our student athletes on a day-to-day basis, how can they too be seen and be um, utilized and mobilized to share the gospel with our student athletes? Because a lot of our student athletes are coming in. Some have relationships with Christ. Some are trying to figure out what that means for them and some have never been introduced. Uh, and, And making sure that as a department that there isn't a student athlete who leads our care without being introduced to the gospel. So as you describe that, I mean, I remember we've had uh, John Maurer, Danny Price, and some people on this program before, and certainly we know they, they're doing fantastic work, but it sounds like, are you really kind of trying to empower people across? Because spiritual growth, it doesn't fit in one departmental box. Exactly, you know. exactly. Um, my my role is really weaving together the different patches across the across the athletics department with this thread of what spiritual growth, what ministry looks like from the seat that you sit in. You don't have mm-hmm. to be a minister. You don't have to have gone through seminary to share the gospel, to be a reflection of um, of salvation uh, in the world and to our student-athletes. Well, as you work to do that, you know, you've been in this role several months now, uh, right, uh, coming on in the summer. What are some of the tangible ways? I mean, that's a big, that's a big charge. Where, where do you begin? What are just kind of some of the tangible places to dig your hands in initially? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And we started by asking the question, where are you right now? Mm-hmm. So we developed a, a survey that we sent out to our entire division, uh, just asking uh, where they were with their walk, um, how they felt like they could influence and impact those around them, what they needed from us to do that, right? Was it Bible studies? Is it a book club? Is it staff devotionals? Uh, what does it look like to um, to get together and pray corporately um, at work? Because when you think about it and the, the results that came from that sort of inquiry is that many of the folks, two-thirds of our department, Baylor is the first place they've worked that's a Christian or faith-aligned organization. And so we haven't really equipped our people to know what it means to walk out your faith outwardly um, in a Christian environment. They've been Christians at work, but what does it look like to do this work at a Christian institution where you're able to outwardly speak about um, and help develop your faith and the faith of those around you? So you get to visit with people, get get to know them, and again, we mentioned that idea that all students are coming in at a different place on their, their, their spiritual journey. What have been some elements of this that have been fun for you to see so far? You know, not that it's all dumb, but some things that you see growing or, or, or landing. Yeah, uh, I would say these are a couple of recent uh, examples. We had uh, three student-athletes get baptized uh a few weeks ago, or I guess a couple of weeks ago, during their their team spiritual retreat, um, and one of those student athletes actually um, shared that she would have considered herself an atheist, and how at the last spiritual retreat that they had last season, uh, she wasn't engaged at all. And over a year's time, just with the presence and not feeling forced or anything like that, um, came to Christ, and that's that's just amazing. And it's not something that like she was coached to do or that she was forced into, but but truly just. Uh, those around her, her coaches, her teammates showing up, loving her every day um, and being an example of what that what Christ, what a relationship with Christ can look like um, led her to that, which is amazing. 
Um, another quick example, um, another student athlete who was an international student athlete and was in one of the chapel sections taught by sports ministry, our sports ministry team um, connected with a faculty member who spoke his same native language and was introduced by one of our sports ministry team members and they had lunch. Um, and that student athlete has actually since left Baylor but has come to Christ. Wow. And and so just, just those so, those. Two examples just show that, like, meeting people where they are but still reflecting the love of Christ um, is, is sometimes all that's needed. Like, there's there are the folks that are going to show up for Bible studies and FCA and things like that, and that's amazing. And there's, there's room and there's um, opportunity for them to grow, but there's also those who um, we're, our, we're their, first, their first experience, and we got to get it right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, as we head, Julianne, into the final few minutes, I want to ask you, you touched on this earlier, but uh, the diversity and inclusion piece uh, of your role, what, what does it mean to you to get to, uh, to to be a part of that, and particularly in the context of a Christian university? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, surprise, I've already been talking about it. Mm-hmm. So when you think about meeting people where they are and reflecting the love of Christ, like that's what it is. How, does it, how do we make folks feel like they belong here? No matter where they are in their walk, whether it be no walk or straight away from the walk or or deep in their walk and and truly um, loving people and reflecting um, what Christ reflected in that, like, I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm going to share the truth with you. but I'm still going to love you until you come to that truth on your own. And so I would say part of that is just making sure that how we do what we do um, is reflective of that, is reflective of making sure people feel like they they belong here and we love them um, and that we are willing um, and equipped to help lead them to Christ when when they're ready. Um, and so I it, it actually warms my heart. I'm over here smiling mm-hmm. because it's 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 actually really easy. It's really easy when we talk about inclusion and belonging um, and representation because people connect with with all different types of folks. You never know. And and making sure that you don't we don't um, forego any one interaction because we don't think we might connect with the student athlete. It's just trying and reflecting that love back to them. That's great. You know, I was going to ask you a summarizing question to close out, but I feel like uh, you just did that so well. All I could do was make make you regurgitate to that. So that was a wonderful way to uh, to, to wind down. But as we do, I'm curious, what, what are you most excited about as you look at this uh, this year ahead? Ah, oh, that's a great question. I am most excited about um, growth. I would say one of the the best things about um, being a leader. Um, and being a Christian leader is knowing that we never arrive, right? There's always room to get better. There, we can always be more like Christ. We can always love people more. We can always be kinder. And uh, to see that not only, I'd say, reflected in myself just as a new employee coming into a new space, but um, hopefully reflected in those around me and those throughout the department. I hope My hope is that everyone feels like over the last year they've grown personally in their relationships, in their relationship with Christ as a professional, because there's a true tangible sort of skill set. Uh, so growth, I'm looking forward to growth. That's exciting. Look forward to that and appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us. Look forward to seeing all the uh, impacts that you and the team and really everyone, the whole team at Baylor Athletics is able to have. Well, Juliana, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Oh, thanks so much, Derek. This is awesome. Juliana Smith, Executive Senior Associate Athletics Director from Mission Impact and Enrichment our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. Reminder, you can hear this and other programs online, connections.baylor.edu, and you can subscribe to the program on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.